Welcome to Hills and Healings. This is your host, Alexis J, with a special guest featuring Afra J. And today on Hills and Healing Podcast, we're going to be discussing outgrowing friendships. All right, so a moment of honesty. Over the years, I've received compliments about how well I show love and support for others. I genuinely want to see everyone around me happy and successful with whatever that entails for them. I clap for myself and others. Showing love and celebrating others does not take away anything from me. After all, in a world full of chaos, I rather spread joy and positivity. So recently, a friend of mine's made a post about how people obsess over and share everything like celebrities do. However, um, we see like the people closest to you like elevating and completely boss up and then it's just crickets. Like there's no likes, there's no shares, there's no comments. Like what's that about? Is it insecurity? Is it really hard for you to clap for others if you're not where you want to be? I've discovered so many things about myself. And homegirl, sis, I'm always rooting for you. The best thing I ever did for myself was networking and traveling. The way my mindset and conversation started to shift and evolve was nothing short of amazing. This is when I knew I started to outgrow friendships. I would be speaking on a passion and things that motivated and inspired me. Then I noticed how dry the conversations would get. I didn't trip. Um, one thing people can never say about me is that I never withhold knowledge or resources. I would pay for self-development courses. I would bring all that info back to my entire circle. Because in my head, I want all of us to learn and elevate. Because let's be real. There's so many people that wouldn't share anything that they learn or any resources. Like, I'm not really sure why. I continued dealing with the lack of support from peers and friends in hopes that things would change, but that wasn't the case. So, so I searched until I found a group of like-minded women. And baby, let me tell you, the love and support is real. I kid you not, this is how our conversations go. One of our friends is in the process of building her home. So we all celebrated her and cheered her on as this is a huge success. My other friend determined to be solely um, working for herself. And we all remind her of what a boss ass bitch she is and that she got this. And so we just continue to be her biggest cheerleaders. It's so important to have healthy, nurturing bonds and conversations. People that bring out the creativity and the sparking you that you've always had. It's just something about seeing others happy and speaking on their joy that continually pushes me to be the best version of myself. Working so hard for myself and my family, I've been called classes and, and elitist. And that's the furthest from the truth. I don't look down on anyone because I know too well how the struggle is set up and all the disparities in the black community. 
However, I know I'm popping and I know my worth, nor do I need anyone to validate that. I talk my shit because I'm on my shit and that's how I keep myself motivated. What are some things that you deal with, Afra, um, when it comes to your peers and your friends? And what are some signs that you've personally faced when it comes to outgrowing friendships? Um, well, well, you said something actually earlier that I wanted to address. And <clears throat> I feel as if when it comes to <clears throat> a close friend or a, um, uh, what is the word? Um, I cannot think of this word. An associate. An associate. There we go. An associate succeeding. It goes two ways, you know, how close are you? How happy can you be for this person? Or maybe you don't know how to be happy for this person. You know what I mean? Um, Or just jealousy, just plain out jealousy. For me, in most cases, um, I have a lot of my relationships with my friends. They are close to me, but they're not my sisters. They don't know everything. And so I feel as if there's a fear for them that they don't know how to celebrate in my success. You know mm. what I mean? So, I mean, but of course I've had some that are jealous. Like uh, when I got married, actually the day of my wedding, uh, one of the girls that I was rocking with at that time, on my wedding day, right after me and my husband left um, the ceremony, uh, they uh, they said, this woman said about me was, oh yeah, watch, I hope she gets pregnant immediately. And it's like, Maybe she thought that was a good thing, but it's like, you weren't thinking of me. You know what I mean? And it was absolutely, did not like that situation, like, at all. Um, but after I confronted her after that situation, she definitely did stop dealing with me. Uh, but yeah, like I said, it's, a, uh, it's, it is. Someone succeeding is... I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. So when you felt like that person said, I hope you get mm-hmm. pregnant mm-hmm. do you feel like that was them wishing bad on you yeah because that's not what you want no I mean let's think about like honestly at that time I got married when I was 18 okay Eight, yeah I got married when I was 18 I believe or 19 one or the other and um no because we would already have a lot of talks about birth control and how you know children it's it's a job Having children is a job. That's not something that, like, that young that's that not we your wanted. Goal. And yeah, it wasn't my goal. And at the end of the day, if someone gets married, whether I know them or not, I'm not going to wish pregnancy on that person. <laughs> pregnancy is not something you rush into when you first get married. I agree. You know? Yeah, like, there's a lot of weight behind having children and being married. I don't feel as if she said it in that way. I feel as if, she was already thinking negative about my relationship with my husband before we got married. And she was like, that's the reason why they're getting married type um, thing. Okay. I don't believe that it was like out of the kind, out of that, no, that positive place. Saying. No, yeah, I don't believe it was. Yeah. Okay. Um, but outgrowing relationships because that, that happened after that. Um, so you guys are no longer friends? No. We don't, no. We'll give salams to each other. We'll speak to each other casually, but not at all am I hitting this person up. Am I sending invitations to this person? Am I receiving invitations? It goes two ways, you know? 
um, outgrowing friendships is something that I feel as if I do very often. Um, when I'm struggling with my mental health, I distance myself from a lot of people so I could get my head on straight. Because, you know, you just feel like you're torn, you know? You're trying to entertain your people and rock with your people the way that you're used to. But it's like if your head's not right, you can't really do that. You know what I mean? I understand So that. I just, yeah, I just distance myself from a lot of people and I'm, like, focused on me. And some people don't get that. Some people don't know how to bounce back from that. And because of that, I lose a lot of relationships. Okay. And then it's like, okay, cool. Like, you know, you just, that's it. Like, I don't really take it personally. Now, when I know there's someone that just is definitely negative, that was once a positive relationship turned into a negative relationship, like, um, actually, one of the most recent, I felt, the most recent relationship that I had with a female that I felt was a very close and maybe a last longing friendship actually ended. And it was, uh, we were there for each other for like a lot of stuff because like some stuff happened and me and her were going through the same thing at the same time and it really brought us closer. And then um, I thought that I could mix tables. And when I say- But do you think you guys were trauma bonding possibly? No, because we made sure that we took it a step further so that it wasn't just about that situation that brought us closer. We would bond with each other, everything. Like, I started to do her hair. I would go over to her house. Okay. I Yeah, like, I was around just her family. Friendship. It okay. turned into a friendship. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just felt like that, that situation just brought us into speaking to each other more. Okay. And then it just grew from there because we were like, I do value as a person and I love the way that you think. Okay. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, that relationship, it blossomed into something very beautiful that I, I started to love, you know? And, um, yeah, so me and her, me and this woman, uh, we didn't really have a falling out, but it was more of a, I allowed people that I would have a good time with be around her. And not at all do I act like a different person in front of these people, but she thought that maybe I did, or maybe that she should. Um, I really can't speak on how she felt about that situation, but it was definitely different. She said things that normally she wouldn't have said if we were in private, um, and she started to act different. And at first it did make me upset, but I was like, that's her first time interacting with me in a big group. So I give her, of course, the benefit of the doubt. And we went to another outing. And she kind of did it again, but she turned up the volume with doing it, making it seem as if I'm acting different. And I definitely don't like that. And, uh, yeah, like, I could tell at that point that she didn't want to really have a relationship with me because, you know, you can tell when you do something to make someone upset. You know what I mean? Now, if you don't see the signs, you don't know that person as well as you should. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's signs that show you when you've gotten to someone, or they just, they tone down. They start to calm down, or they start to speak to you less, you know? Um, but yeah, either you don't care, or you just don't know that person, and you don't know those signs. I believe she does know, and once she started to see those signs, she, it was kind of like, who's going to get out first game okay. of that friendship? And she started to tone down into 
speaking to me, hanging out with me, and just turn up that I'm I'm gonna show you I'm alpha female type thing. Like she was gonna play me type thing. And it just definitely yeah, just pulled away. So do you feel like you do you feel like you outgrew the situation or do you feel like you guys just bump heads and there's room for that relationship to blossom? Um, once some things are addressed. No, I honestly, I believe that she knows what she did. I believe that it wasn't something like bumping heads because I feel like when you bump heads with someone, it's not intentional ever. I feel like the term bumping heads is me saying something to make you upset, but I didn't know it made you upset. And because of that, we're having a tit for tat. Do you get what I'm saying? I do. Yeah, I feel like that is really bumping heads. But when you're outwardly just showing disrespect towards someone and really just trying to make them the butt of the joke or, you know what I mean? I do. Just, yeah, like, to an extent, a form of bullying, it doesn't, yeah, at that point, it's not bumping heads. You're straight on beefing, like. Yeah, so the reason why I asked is because you said the conflict started when you guys started having group events Mm. where I feel like that that is a chapter that is often overlooked within friendships Mm -hmm. because some friends um I've been friends with different women different Mm -hmm. times yeah so I know that sometimes my friends don't like to share me where when we do group events it is kind of chaotic Mm -hmm. because they don't want to share me my my time nothing where it's like no I'm the friend no I'm the friend here where mm-hmm. it does get a little awkward when it's group things. So do you feel like it's do you feel like it's the group thing that kind of mm-hmm. made it awkward and No, I feel as if um because this individual knew the people that we were hanging out with. Okay. It wasn't that they didn't know each other. Everyone knew each other. Um they just didn't rock with each other on a day-to-day basis like me and I her were. What you're saying. But I believe that she, at that time she wanted to show that she wasn't who they thought she was. You know, like, let me show you I can get out of that shell that you thought I was in. Do you get what I'm saying? Let me stand out. Let me seem a little more interesting than let me dig for something that's that I didn't, that you guys thought I had. Okay. Yeah, I believe that's really what happened and just that's what made that relationship very sour. I don't believe that relationship can reconcile. Like, I still talk to her. But I believe that she does know what she did. And because of that, that's why she didn't really want to reach out and do anything privately with just me and her after that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. No, I completely understand that. So, with that being said, like, um, you've outgrown friends. Like, do you, like, for me, when I outgrow some of my friendships, I kind of, like, look at myself. Mm. And I'm like, you know what were my issues that I contributed um you know what I mean Mm -hmm. is is this about growth is this about pettiness Mm -hmm. like you yeah no I know exactly what. so for me because like how I am I'm very blunt Mm -hmm. like and being so straightforward can be very problematic in any relationship Mm -hmm. not just within a friendship it's also intimidating oh absolutely Mm -hmm. and so for me I just don't want anything sugar-coated with me just tell Mm -hmm. me the whole truth Mm -hmm. and then we can get past it Mm -hmm. um so for me when it comes to like outgrowing your friends what are some what are some signs that you feel like okay 
I've outgrown this person. It's nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Cool. You are who you are. I am who I am. Yeah. What are some signs that you've noticed when you outgrow your friends? I don't feel like I personally, I don't feel like there's, I don't know how to explain this. I don't feel like there's really outgrowing someone because outgrowing, I feel as if they they aren't striving or succeeding at what you are as well. Do you get what I'm saying? I believe um, you have relationships with people at different like stages in your life, and then sure. you switch stages, but they, can't they can go still with keep going. No, that's not oh, true. They can. I believe that they can, but I believe. Like we were talking about earlier, some people don't want to see you succeed. Some people are jealous. Some people don't know how to congratulate you on your success. And that's yeah. really what that just leaves it off at. Um, I don't feel like I ever outgrew any of my friends. I believe our relationship just turned down a notch. Because best believe if I hit up any of my old friends, we would kick it the way that we used to. And I'm not where I used to be when I was very close with them. I understand that. Yeah, so I don't believe I outgrew them. I don't believe I really outgrow any person. I believe, you know, it's just... I do understand what you're saying. Like, you're saying, like, where you're at in life, if they're not there with you, Mm -hmm. um, that's totally fine. But this is where you're at. This Mm -hmm. is... I completely... I understand what you're saying. For me, I can say that I feel that I've definitely, like, outgrown people... Um, and so for me, there's like, I've like compiled a little list (laughs) of what I feel like are some signs that you've outgrown people Mm -hmm. to either pay attention within yourself or with other people. And they are like, one, they're always too busy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I can't hang out with you. I'm too busy. Mm -hmm. But no one's that busy. You know what I mean? Or you just simply don't care to connect with them no more. Mm-hmm. You're just like, well... Yeah, you're, just li- you're not showing as much effort as you used to. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. no effort. There's no energy into linking up at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely want new friends. And then another sign of outgrowing friendships is like you're constantly judging or criticizing mm-hmm. them. Or they're constantly judging or criticizing you. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you hit a snag in the relationship where it's like, oh... You can't get past a fight or you Mm -hmm. keep having the same argument. That's like a sign that you guys have outgrown each other. Mm -hmm. Or if you simply don't feel supported by them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or if neither of you prioritize the friendship um, because friendship just isn't about having fun and celebrating. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You have to, you support me in everything. Yeah. That's how I'm going to support you. Yeah. Um, they have the same problems or you have the same problems that you had years ago mm-hmm. where there's just absolutely nothing about you has changed or grown mm-hmm. or evolved. Mm-hmm. To me, that's problematic because as much as I love you, I do want to see you grow. I want to see you blossom and I mm-hmm. hope that you will want the same for me. Yeah. So if from 10 years ago, I'm literally having the same conversation and I'm still talking about the same shit, mm-hmm. it's going to be like, all right, Alexis, it's time for you to grow up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like with that, it's just really, well, having a topic that you can't get over. I understand people have their differences, and you can leave it at that because it's a mutual respect. You know what I mean? It's a mutual respect that you have with that person, and you guys just leave that topic alone, and it shouldn't be brought back up. 
because you have different point of views on that topic. Oh, for sure. Um, but if it's something that is, I feel as if it's continuous being fought over, it's it it's a problem. At that point, I feel as if maybe I would check myself. Am I being too harsh? Am I being am I not being consistent or am I being too extreme? You know what I mean? Okay. Um, in situations like that, I would definitely check myself and just really speak to them and try to like understand because I feel as if that is a very big key with really any disagreements, any arguments is trying to understand the other person and then trying to get them to understand you. Maybe I'm not wording this correctly. You know what I mean? Things like that. And so, of course, I try to see from their point of view first because I'm, I'm definitely personal on patterns. You know, I definitely look for a pattern in things and then I'm like, okay, I'm triggering them when I'm saying this word. You know what I mean? Like, there's something that I'm saying that maybe I'm not saying it right. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing, too, that um, I definitely have struggled with, um, I would say the last several years, um, with outgrowing certain friendships that actually very hurt. Um, I feel like a lot of people never talk about, like, when friendships end. Or when you outgrow people, like, the pain that you feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. oh, it's just a friend or it's not your family or it's not your mm-hmm. spouse. And it's like, nah, like, I love that person. Yeah. Like, you were my friend. Yeah. I wanted good for you. Yeah. I thought you wanted good for me. Mm-hmm. So, it's like when those friendships end, like, it hurts. One conversation that I kind of, like, had with a friend, I was just like, you know, I need our friendship to be a two-way street Mm -hmm. the same way that I love you and the support you and I'm there for you I need that same mutual everything Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah because it started to get to a certain point and this is how I knew I started outgrowing people is when it was just all about just oh hitting me up just to have fun Mm -hmm. like I'm a mom Mm-hmm. I have a job. Mm-hmm. I'm focused on my business. You know what I yeah. mean? I can't sit here and just have fun. Like, I like to have fun with you, mm-hmm. but it's just like... They're not very... They're not really... Uh, I wouldn't say accommodating, but they're really not trying to meet you that halfway. At all. Yeah. It's just about and what they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most relationships are 50-50, 100%. I don't care what absolutely anyone says. I believe every relationship is 50 I don't... Mother and daughter. Sister and sister. Look, husband and wife, I don't care, friends, everything's 50-50, and I'm not, tech- I'm not talking about, it is, it's taken and giving. I'm, I'm trying to get your attention, so let me meet you halfway. Oh, okay, you have kids? Sure, let's plan to do something with our kids, or your kids. Like, even though I don't have children, I hang out with, with women that have children. For sure. You know what I mean? Like, I have no problem with going to the park. I have, I have, mashallah, I have a lot of nieces and nephews. Like, my friends want to do something with their kids. Okay, cool. I'll invite my siblings' children because they're basically my kids too. You know what I mean? Like, you can definitely 50-50. But if someone is tired of you bringing along your children type thing, then at that point, you, yeah, that relationship is dead. And it, it is sad because you probably did cherish what that relationship used to be like. I used to be friends with this one person, this one female, and me and her were very close. At that time, when me and her were friends, it was just me and her. 
And I'm a type of person that definitely does love big groups. I love to be social. And she's the type of person that wants one best friend, and she used to get jealous, like you said. And um, me and her talked, and I would bring her around other girls, and it would be better. But and then we got in a very bad incident, and after that, I just don't really just... I just left that relationship alone. I understand. Yeah, like, we still speak to each other when we can, but other it's than not that... It's yeah. yeah, it's not, and I don't... I don't... I don't get sad about it anymore. Like, if I miss her, I'll hit her up and be like, I was just thinking about you. And I'll send her an old pic. You know, some yeah. stuff that me and her, we used to laugh at. And just leave it there, like... No, that makes sense. That actually brings me into the different seasons of life. Um... Do you think that you can have a healthy, blossoming relationship with someone that's in a completely different space than you are? Like, for instance, like, you're married, you're young, no, you don't have children, Mm -hmm. but are some of your friends unmarried? Yeah. You know, with Mm -hmm. kids and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, like, do you... Do you know how to water those friendships yeah. just because you guys are not on the same page? Yeah, no, I like I said, a relationship fifty fifty, like uh at one point if uh me and you were married at the same time and you didn't have kids and I didn't have kids, cool. If you decided to have kids before I did and I couldn't meet you there, I would ask you how could I help you so that we were still on that page. Okay. Because if you're relate if you're honestly if our relationship meant that much to me I'm going to show you that. I'm going to ask you, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to come over and help you with the kid? Do you want me to, like, watch your kid sometimes for you so you can go out with your husband? Like, how can I show you I still want to be a part of your world? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't believe, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm going to show you that I want to be there. So even if you are in a different mind field as I am, like, even if you're you're depressed and I might not be at that time, you know what I mean? I'm going to be like, yo, how can I get you out of this? This is what I did to help me. How can I help you? What can I do to help you get out of that? You don't want me to help you? Okay, cool. Do you want to just kick it with me? Like, you know what I mean? You just, you got to ask what they need from you instead of just assuming. And I feel like that's what goes wrong in a lot of relationships. Yeah, I think that, when you're in different seasons of life from your friends, I, I, I wouldn't say that it's harder, but I do feel like sometimes people feel like when they're not doing the same things as their friends, they have to stop being friends. They stint, yeah, they'll start being insecure. Like, oh, well, this person's married. They have kids. This mm-hmm. is what they're doing. Like, no, you're still my friend. I mm-hmm. still make time for you. Yeah, yeah. Of course, we do different things, and that's fine. But that doesn't mean that mm-hmm. I'm out. Where we've outgrown the relationship. Mm-hmm. I love you. You love me. We're friends. Yeah. It's just our friendship is just different because of, you know, yeah. I do different things. You do different things, yeah. which is totally fine. And it's like I feel like a lot of people have to understand like. And get to a point where it's like, okay, you are who you are. I am who I am. Mm -hmm. But when we link, we're still who we are together. Yeah, and I was just about to say that. Actually, it's important for people to establish what kind of friendship that is. Are you, do you have that friendship where I'm just the person you come to just to have fun with? Okay, cool. Then make it known and that's what it is. Or are we for lifers? Like, are we going to be best friends, like, for life? You know what I mean? Because when you're trying to be best friends for life, you always do check-ins. How can I help you in this stage in life? 
how can we make sure that we're still checking in? Like when I'm going through something and I know uh, whoever I'm speaking to or one of my friends can't relate, I just yeah, I just talk about what I wanted to talk about and then I'll be like, okay, now tell me about what you're going through, even if I can't relate, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, so here's my next question then. Can you be happy for others during their with? during their winning season and if it's not yours yeah this is their time to shine it's all about them their success Mm -hmm. yeah that's actually something that I would say I had to learn about this year okay um because I I've never had someone that close to me that important to me that succeeded in a way where I was at my very lowest I wow. feel like that's really what it was. Wow. Um, I know how to genuinely be happy for someone and just be like, yo, like, what you trying to do? You know what I mean? You're trying to turn up? Like, what you trying to do? Um, but when you're at your lowest, when you're at your lowest, I feel as if, uh, sorry, I just lost my train of thought. No, I fine. feel as if when you're at your lowest, um, it's very hard to be happy for other people, you know, because I feel like when you're at your lowest, you think, yo, I can't get up, you know what I mean? And people are over here, and when someone's succeeding while you're at your lowest, their life's going on and you're you're stuck. That's what it feels like. I'm stuck and everyone else is succeeding for me, you know? Um, in one of these relationships that I had recently this year, um, someone succeeded, and they were so excited but I was in a very bad place and they were like I need you to be happy for me I need you to celebrate with me you need to put your feelings aside and be here um and I did exactly that because the truth is my sadness wasn't going anywhere my my lowest wasn't (laughs) it's not it it can wait you know it can definitely wait and but that was big of you to put your personal whatever mm -hmm. aside and focus on your friend in their time of need because unfortunately what you deal with is what a lot of people tend to deal with is this scenario right here I was having a conversation with a friend and <laughs> I'm talking about my passion my success what because I'm very private you mm-hmm. know what I mean I don't share outside of my close yeah tribe of people and so as I'm discussing, you know, everything that's set up for me, the conversation dried up instantly. Mm-hmm. It was like crickets in the background. And I never felt so crushed because it's just like, I 100% support my friends, my family, my sisters, mm-hmm. strangers on the internet, especially women. And so for me to be talking about my love, my passion, mm-hmm. my baby getting to where it needs to be and the conversation is just like what's happening Mm -hmm. I felt so betrayed because it's like I wouldn't do you like that Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and it's just like why yeah I feel like in that instant either like I said earlier they don't know how to celebrate for you um they don't know how to celebrate your success or maybe it was jealousy um and my instant me and this person is very definitely very important to me uh definitely second love of my life probably 
don't tell them I said that. <laughs> they know who they are. Um, yeah, so me and this person have this trust with each other that I know you want the best for me, and I believe that. So when they saw me at my lowest and I couldn't celebrate for them, I couldn't celebrate with them, she told me, check yourself, be here with me. Because I know you're not trying to hurt me, but you are. Okay. And that's really what it was about. Okay. And you just, yeah, you just do a check-in right then and there. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. Why can't you celebrate for me? Why aren't you celebrating with me? Oh, because you don't know how to? I'll show you. This is what I need from you. Oh, you're jealous. That's what it is. Why are you jealous? Yeah. What I would I would celebrate for you. Yeah. So why can't you celebrate for me? You don't know how. You want what I want. Yeah. You want what I have. So what do you feel like, what, what, what causes jealousy and envy amongst friends? And should, and also, here's another question. Should we consider these individuals our friends after seeing this jealousy and envy? And can you honestly say that you're genuinely happy for your friends? When I'm jealous. No, like, are you genuinely happy for, for them? Yeah, seeing people succeed of course like yeah props to you bro you're succeeding at life it's really hard (laughs) um (laughs) yeah definitely um I feel as if um damn okay let's think about this for a sec oh you first part first part repeat the first part one more time all right so I said, what do you think causes jealousy and envy amongst friends? And I said, should we consider those individuals our friends? For me, while you get your thoughts together. For me, (laughs) I'm so torn because how can you be my friend Mm. if you're jealous or envious of me? Because even... I guess maybe I'm just different because even if I'm not always at my peak winning season, Mm -hmm. I still love to celebrate other women's success. Mm -hmm. I love to be there. I want to celebrate you because I know how lonely it is sometimes when you're working so hard on something. You know what I mean? And like I said, it goes back to me being private. I don't even share much. If Mm -hmm. anything I do, I share my losses. I share my L's. Mm. more than my success because I I don't care Mm -hmm. for I don't need you to clap for me because first and foremost I clap for myself but if you're close to me and I'm seeing a a shift or a change in behavior I'm overwhelmed yeah with grief and sadness at that point I could say personally from knowing you that your losses don't look like losses to a lot of people just gonna say this uh your losses look like wow she was striving for that damn you know what I mean like why didn't I have that energy why couldn't I strive for something that high do you know what I mean like your losses seem like you're reaching for the fucking sky and you were so fucking close do you get what I'm saying like that's really how a lot of people see your losses um and you need to think about how they look at you I don't believe I believe some jealousy is good for you you know if I'm striving Best believe I want my niggas striving too. You know what I mean? Hell if yeah. I'm exactly well, I want my whole team to win. Hell yeah. But it ain't no jealousy. Because- but no, no, no. But jealousy could strive them, and that's what they need. I'm a person, I like competition. I see you succeeding at something. 
that's pushing me down. I'm jealous. I couldn't be the first one, but best believe I'm going to be the second. Yeah, but so but that that's healthy jealousy. I'm now. glad you said. Hold on, but I'm glad you said that because say for instance, you're reaching for a goal, right? Mm-hmm. And you're that freaking close, right? Yeah. Well, guess what? What you're striving for, I don't want. Mm-hmm. But to see your your thirst, your hunger for that, yeah, is going to make me chase whatever it is that I'm seeking. Yeah. What's problematic is you if you're didn't, toxic about you it, you didn't want nothing for yourself. But then you want exactly what this person has. To mm-hmm. me, that is what I'm talking about when it comes to jealousy and envy. I'm not talking about someone seeing how motivated you are and they're mm-hmm. inspired by that. Mm-hmm. Hell no. There's inspiration everywhere. Yeah. Get your ass up. Accomplish those goals. Yeah. I feel that 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm motivated by my kids, by my friends. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom. Yeah. Hell, I'm motivated by people losing because mm-hmm. I don't want to be there. Mm. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I do believe that there's inspiration everywhere. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is, whatever it is that you like, I may not like that Afro. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, so no, no, if no. I start trying to do what you're doing, you're going to mm-hmm. look at me sideways like, no, no honestly, that ain't your dream, listen, sis. <laughs> honestly, listen, listen. I've done so many, like the way that I wrap my scarf. Um, once I came into the community and I wrapped my scarf the way that I did, I've seen almost every girl there That's flattering, try though. to. That's flattering. Is it? That is flattering. Is it? That is like, flattering. come on. You, like. At this point, just go ahead and call me a trendsetter. Like, <laughs> that, like you. seriously. Do you, sis? Yeah, and I don't, I don't ever, like, oh, bruh. Like, they really trying to, like, really cop what I'm doing. It's just, oh, yeah, you're trying. Okay. Now you're trying. I started something. You know what I mean? Like, now you're trying to wrap your scarf and actually feel good about the way that you look on, outside of your abaya. Finally. Because probably before you didn't. Maybe they didn't know what's you possible. Them. Yeah, but at first I didn't take you like that. It was pure, what are you doing, my nigga? Like, why are you trying to be me? That doesn't make any sense. Like, if I know someone is jealous of me in a negative and there is no positive coming from it, like, at that point, no, I wouldn't really fuck with you at all. I get that. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. Yeah. Like, no. I understand that completely. So what do you feel like... Oh, you know something that that aligns with this? Um, you know, have you ever, like, told your friends, like, for me, like, I've been in a situation where I'm telling my friends some good news. And then it turns into, like, some competition. Like, why can't I just talk about me right now? Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm sharing this experience, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, because, like, basically, um, I remember seeing something on social media. And it was like, you know, let's normalize listening to our friends' success stories without interjecting and interrupting them. Mm-hmm. And to me... At first, I thought it was just kind of, like, petty because I felt like, a part of me felt like, you know, that person, they're just trying to show you, like, oh, I understand where you're coming from. That's what I would think first. You know? That's I, what I would think yeah, first. Cause yeah, because I'm not, I'm not thinking, like, anything, like, bad of them. 
But then I also understand if like every time you're trying to share something and then that they always have a story to tell too. That's annoying as hell. Yeah, no. After like, that, let, let your friends have a moment. Yeah, but after that, it I feel as if to them they think it's a competition that they do want something that I have. They see me succeed. They see me with my whatever, and they want to relate. They want to seem as if they're on my level, and it's sad. It's sad because that is also a, actually a very huge pet peeve of mine. Yeah. Like, first one, of course, you let it slide, but after that, it's like, oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, I just feel like the takeaway of today is let's genuinely be there for our friends. Let's be the same. Let's be the type of friends that we want our friends to be. If we want and expect them to be there for us, Mm -hmm. we need to also be there for them on mm-hmm. terms of 50-50. Um, we also need to support our friends and we shouldn't take it personally um, just because we're in different um, stages of our lives mm-hmm. because we can still be friends with each other. Um, and most importantly, just learning how to do, learning how to accept and celebrate your friend's success even if you're not in that space yet mm-hmm. because your your time is coming it yeah. may not be today or tomorrow but it's coming the same way that your friend or whoever had to wait for their time we all have a time you yeah. know what i mean and yeah. so it's like it's enough room at the top and i think mm-hmm. that's what a lot of friends need to understand you know it's not lonely Mm-hmm. We can all help each other and be ladders for each other, but we can't have this crabs in the barrel mentality. Mm-hmm. We just need to be more open minded and just fucking genuine with each other. You know, yeah. we really got to leave that jealousy and envy at the door. Because for me personally, if you're going to have jealousy or envy, I can't do a friendship because. I don't feel that way for my sisters, my friends, or anyone around me. Mm -hmm. If anything, I'm like, teach me, sis. Teach me the game. You can ask anybody I ever Mm -hmm. come in contact with. If I see them doing something that I've yet to do Mm -hmm. or a barrier that I haven't broken, teach me your ways. Mm -hmm. How can I level up the way you just leveled up? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which also brings me to my last and final point. Have a badass tribe of women in your circle. Someone mm-hmm. that inspires you. Someone that motivates you. Someone that you can depend on. Mm-hmm. Someone that you can network with. People that you can travel with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because if you don't have these things, you're going to be looking like, well, what, what's next? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then there's nothing wrong with the mentor, coaches, but you have to have your tribe. Yeah, 100%. We have to choose our tribe, right? Because... Unfortunately, we know not everyone wants good for us. And that's fine. They're battling their own demons like we're battling Mm -hmm. ours. But we just have to choose right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's definitely... Yeah, you said it. You said it. (laughs) Well, that is all for today. Thank, Thank you, ladies, for tuning in. 